Hey everyone, it's time to talk about our upcoming North Carolina Strongman events. We're going to change it up a little and just announce the next three Strongman events happening in North Carolina. First up, we have Hope Across America, Hope for the Holidays, 15 Southeast Record Breakers, on December 4th in Concord, North Carolina, with directors Samuel McLeod and Landon Efford. Then we have the Holiday Highlander 4, also happening on December 4th, and this is in Hope Mills, North Carolina, with directors Kendra and Willie Danzer. Then we have the second annual Team Foundry Classic, happening on January 15th in Jacksonville, North Carolina, with director Greg Popejoy. We always look forward to seeing everyone at one of these future events. All right, everyone, we are back with the NC Strongman podcast. We've been away for a little bit. A um, couple of reasons for that, mostly all good things, though. Um, Chanel and I have both um, taken on uh, new full-time work, so I'm coaching full-time uh, at CrossFit 77 here in Mooresville, uh, which I'm excited that we're going to be getting a – of course, that means we're getting a Strongman, strongman program yeah. <laughs> yeah, set up there, so I'm hoping that uh, – not only will we continue to show up to some of these local North Carolina competitions, but hopefully I'll be bringing um, my own little group of novices, train up, train <laughs> yeah. up novices. especially ladies, man. Um, yes. I've been hammering the uh, ladies at the gym because we've got some really strong, just naturally strong uh, ladies who have been doing, you know, track and field and some other things and who could, and I, I just keep, you know, Hey, you could jump into this and be <laughs> really good right away. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully if I keep prodding and poking, um, we can get a good team going. We're going to start some regular classes and do some in-house competitions. And I'm hoping in the long term too, uh, I think we're going to try an unsanctioned competition at 77 here in, um, coming up in the spring. And if that goes well, then what we're hoping for is um, for the following year, 2022, we can get a sanctioned, uh, legit strongman competition hosted there as well, which I'm hoping that'll help because there's just not a lot of competitions that happen here on the, um, what is this, the western side of North <laughs> Carolina, <laughs> right? North Carolina. <laughs> so it's almost all, you know, either in the eastern side or, uh, you know, as we're seeing a lot in South Carolina too, which are closer ones to us, but usually we're driving across the state to go to a comp. So hopefully we can get some coming up, but we do have uh, what hope for the holidays uh, is that yeah. um, that's uh, in Concord. Concord. Yeah. At the Cabarrus Brewing Company. Yeah. And then the holidays. I keep calling it Carabas and everyone laughs at me. It's Cabarrus, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, not from here. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that'll be coming up. That's, that's going to be just down the road. So that'll be fun. So anyway, and you, your massage therapy stuff is taken off. You've got yeah. your own office now and you're starting to crank out, uh, appointments. You're, you're getting full up. So that's been cramping our style a little bit in terms of, um, but we just went to, we just got home from Rhino Geddon five. Right. right. And <laughs> the number of people who came up to us and were like, Oh, man, I love the podcast. When's the next episode coming it. out? We or, felt the love. Oh we my gosh, bad. you're the podcast people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we were like, oh man, that's a bummer. We need to, we need to keep this thing going. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, continuing to go forward with that. So anyway, Rhino getting this weekend was super fun. Um, I put my um, cheerleader hat on and <laughs> carried the Yeti cooler and the backpacks and stuff. And Chanel got to compete this time, which was great. Um, 
was really fun. It kind of came through happenstance. What you had kind of just seen that a couple of spots because it had been sold out. I think it, a couple yeah, of people were saying, um, Joe and and Cat were saying that it sold out like a week after it went on online. So uh, we had just assumed that it was not an option, and uh, we were originally going to be going down to help um, with OSG with with Lynn down yeah. there, and it just it was too much of a logistical and financial. Uh, kind of nightmare to get down and do that with the other stuff we have going on and work and all that. And so, uh, but chucking over to Fayetteville uh, for a couple hours on Saturday wasn't as big of a deal. So when that those slots opened up, you logged on and what? There was only one left. Yeah, someone posted, oh, there's seven spots open in Rhinogeddon. I got on right away and there was one left. I was like, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we took it. We got it. And uh yeah, so it's fun fun story there. This was kind of going to be your last hurrah as a one thirty two lightweight, lightweight athlete open because what we've discovered in a good way is as you've gotten stronger, it's been harder and harder to cut down underneath yeah. one thirty two or to to get into that piece. Because what do you normally walk I around at? Walk around at like one thirty eight, one forty if I'm not really paying attention. So cutting down to one thirty two wasn't usually a big deal. But as I've gotten stronger, it's gotten way harder to cut down. Ipso facto. And when you, we showed up at <laughs> Rhino Geddon, you went on to that scale. And, you know, the, it's funny, especially for ladies. It's like the, the person weighing you in is like trying to apologize well, for Tara the scale. Tara felt so bad. She was like, I promise we checked this like three times with different kettlebells and dumbbells. It's accurate. And I was like, yeah, nope, that's okay. I'm just a fatty today. <laughs> she was like, do you want to try to lose a pound and a half? And I was like, in 10 minutes, weigh-ins are over. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it is it, interesting. So, I, I mean, as we'll go through the events um, for the day, it, it for ladies, it especially in an event like this, it seems to have a mixed effect, right, missing a weight class. Um, because in some instances, you were combined with the other weight classes and started mm-hmm. at whatever weights they started at anyway, like at what the clean and press and then the, the, um, deadlift. the deadlift, right? Yeah. So you could theoretically have jumped in at a lower weight. You wouldn't have gotten crushed with a higher starting weight. But then as we found out, like with the farmer's hold and some of those other ones, thank goodness, <laughs> I was just waiting for that last event for them to be like, oh, hold on, uh, Chanel, just for you, we're wheeling out this much larger tire. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were out there screwing around with those tires yeah. in between events. And we're like, uh, if it's this one, then it's not happening. It's not, it ain't <laughs> <laughs> we're really hoping you wouldn't have to take a zero on any of it. And thank, thank goodness no. you didn't. So um, anyway, so we had some really cool people turning out there. Like I said, OSG is happening down in Florida at the same time. So I'm sure that had to be tricky for Rhino Geddon to put on in terms of it's always tricky when you got two big competitions going on at the same time. With yeah, a lot everyone of people. has to choose. Yeah, right. Um, but we still had some awesome, uh, vendors and sponsors and things like that. Cause what we had, um, who do we have? We had Ross was this there right by the garage door yeah. with, um, the with steel. his serious steel, serious steel, right. Yeah. I'm getting used to the names of everybody's stuff. Right. So he had his table up there. Uh, and then Clint was there as, as always, right. Yeah, with it, scrap masters. Towards the end of the day, he had a pretty big crowd gathered around his table. I think he was doing a mini grip grip challenge yeah. or something. And there was, there was a pretty big group of people standing around there. So 
Yeah, he was there. Um, Scrawny strength. Uh, Laura Anderson brought her <laughs> table of amazing cups <laughs> and yeah. tumblers. And Chanel's weakness. Yes. Chanel's kryptonite is glittery tumblers <laughs> and cups. Every We bonded over our love for cups. Every five years or so, <laughs> I wait for Chanel to go on vacation to see her family or something. And when she's gone, I clear out the like hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of stupid little cups that accumulate. Hey, they each have a purpose. <laughs> one is for coffee. One is for wine. One is for water. One is a mixed drink. One is a protein. You know. Yeah, and I'm a caveman. I have like one <laughs> Yeti tumbler that I drink everything out of, from coffee to booze yep. to water All to whatever. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, no, you definitely uh, got a couple things from her. Good stuff. Yeah, they're good so to see cool. Her. Like I hadn't even... seen her without. Uh, she had cut her hair. Oh yeah, and I hadn't seen that. And but she's looking great. And she's looking super buff. strong. Yeah, and, it's been a couple uh, of years. It's yeah. Too long, so it was good Too to see long. her again. Um, and then, uh, who else did we have there? Uh, Rogue Off Athletics had a table set up. Absolutely, absolutely. Sam yeah. and Sam and Thomas. Sam and Thomas. Yeah, always fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they were competing as well, so yes. they they jumped in as that was fun. And um, what was that? Sam with his Sam's whole family, whole family, his competing, daughters, his daughters, and they wife, they were the stars of the show yeah. uh, at the beginning of the the female runs for stuff. That was super fun. They're gonna hopefully they stick with it. They'll be really cool uh, growing up in the sport. It's fun to see the teens crushing things, and you know. Yeah. Um, all right, and then we had uh, well, we had one more vendor there, but I, I wasn't it as was familiar like, with them. Was it lift lift strong diet? Di- no. Uh... Lift Heavy, Die Strong, I yeah. think was the name. Okay. At least the banner behind them. Yeah. They had different slogans on like every single shirt. So they I was like, really I'm not cool 100% gear, sure but... what your company's name is. But yeah, they had some really cool stuff. They were kind of a bigger table right behind the main um, main area. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people got to see them. So yeah, still had that. A big crowd. Well, we had well over 100 athletes at this thing. It was a little slanted, but a lot of competitions usually are. What, there were 14 women total? Something like that. Something right like that. There. And then, uh, you know, 90 and something. Then the rest men. Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, man, and this was uh, as uh, what her name's Tara? Yeah. Host. Yeah. She, as she mentioned, this is, it was a novice centric competition, right? Because right. their the, fifth year doing it. Yeah. It's awesome. Novice, right? novice yeah. men's, both lightweight and heavyweight, were, st- I mean, 15 Stacked. plus athletes yeah. in each category. So, I mean, that was the vast majority of the athletes were in that piece. So. And there were a lot of, um, newer strongmen that have done novice classes once or twice. And this was their first time doing open at yeah. this competition and they crushed it. It was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though they looked like Vikings already, they looked like they had uh, done <laughs> yeah. you know, dozens of competitions, but they're they, a couple they that look well. seasoned they're, and yeah, they're, talking to them later, found out they're new. They're newness. They're yeah. going to kill it. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Um, t- 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 well, we got in early, we weighed in and, Things got started, right? And we kicked it off with the axle bar clean and jerk. Yeah. Or clean and press, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I got speaking CrossFit and Strongman World. Clean and press. Max clean and press. Yes. Uh, so that was super fun. You guys were in the cage. Yeah. All the, put all the ladies in the cage. <laughs> and uh, y'all were on that deadlift platform. That was a little interesting uh, with the layout. Um, the deadlift platforms made it kind of uh, narrow. 
for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, you know, split jerking no was split very jerking. difficult, <laughs> if not very sketchy for some people because those platforms were only um, like four feet deep. So you had to, you had to be careful with that. And inside that cage, especially had to be pretty careful because there wasn't a whole lot of clearance to the left, right, or back. <laughs> uh, as we saw, there was some, some interesting, the, the overhead event at any strongman competition is always where some of the crazy stuff happens because putting stuff overhead is just a different level. It's of, always a breath holder. Like. Yep. <laughs> yep. Cause that's, it has the furthest to fall with a deadlift, yeah. you know, even if you pop a hamstring or something, you're usually the bar is not ground. coming down on top of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As you, as you buckle. Right. So, um, we had a relatively smooth, our, our good friend, uh, Joe, unfortunately, um, had a, kind of a major knee blowout, which I think he posted to Facebook. Yeah. That's brave of him to put that up there. That's a that's a tough video. I, I have not watched it, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm not going <laughs> to you know, throw up in my mouth if I watch it. it. <laughs> Chanel loves that kind of shit. She can watch uh, surgery on TV yeah. and stuff and whatever. But um, man, it was a bummer. Um, and we were reflecting on that at uh, dinner afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. We had th- three different generations of ACL yep. injury at the table. Joe's new injury. D- mine, Joe's day it was one. my one year from surgery. This competition was one year out from my surgery. And then Anthony said this was his two years out right. from his surgery. <laughs> so what, what we're hoping is a – uh, really have our fingers crossed here for um, for Joe in that hopefully he goes and gets that thing scanned and hopefully it's not what we think it is. But if it is what we think it is, then just know, Joe, that, you know, the, the road to recovery is there and it's doable. And come back stronger. Yeah, and we can get you stronger and you can come back better than before. I mean, every strong man we talk to has got that story. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep you know, like Chanel's trying to stay out of the camp of the people who say, Oh yeah, I've ruptured my ACL five times. Well, no, we're not doing that. One time is <laughs> One time's all the times that you're allowed to do it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, no, we're going to staple gun that thing back triple, triple mesh layer it. And so we just, I mean, this time around, you know, I wore knee sleeves just to keep my knees warm and have that extra compression and then just constant warm up in between and staying, staying nice and warm. And yeah, I think that that is a big piece of feedback for people who coming in to compete. And especially if you're over 30 and, and jumping into these competitions, the warm up is your responsibility. You know, some, I think sometimes people show up and they, um, they kind of stand around waiting for yeah, and not just touching the implement to like try it before, but yeah. like bands and you know like there were dumbbells laying around, different things, and just going through like air squats. And yeah, you can tell the people who've been and... to a number of competitions or who have had some injuries because they're pulling <laughs> yeah. jump stretch bands and all kinds of stuff. They're running around the whole place doing exercises and good mornings and, and side monster walks and all kinds of stuff yeah. just to keep it going. Just and especially with those big lulls you have between events, like you need to stay warm. Um, uh, and you know, that's what we always joked about the, uh, masters. You can always tell the masters athletes because they're the ones wearing like three knee wraps, 12 belts on (laughs) a suit and like, and, uh, what is that? The, uh, tape, they've got rock tape on like their whole body, but that's, that's the way it goes. You need to, you need to support yourself and stay safe. Anyways, some awesome axle clean impresses that we saw yeah. <laughs> next yeah. event yeah. <laughs> was the max 18 inch deadlift with wagon wheels, Yeah, which was also awesome. It was awesome to see the teens do it. The, uh, there, I think we had two male teens and two female teens brand new to yeah. lifting. Yeah. And, and they managed to get a couple of reps on the board, yeah. which was really good despite the, you know, they, 
they were very nice and accommodating at the competition, but I mean, they cut no slack in terms yeah, of like the, the starting the weight waist. was the starting yeah. weight, whether, <laughs> whether you can pick it up or not. So they do, they do not take the weight down on that. So that was, they did a really good yeah. job. They really put up some, some points there. Um, we saw some really big deadlifts get pulled. Um, we were really happy that you were able to bump up towards 300. That was yeah. really good and higher than expected. And we were just trying to be, that was, what was it? Your very first time um, passing on weight, right? Skipping oh, yeah. It was my first time ahead. skipping around. We're used to just, and taking, just taking the first, the first three, three. <laughs> whatever comes up. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, yes, oh, yes. I get to wait till like the fourth <laughs> jump and then skip another one. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah. No, that was fun. Um, no, that was really good. Uh, that yeah. one took the longest as usual. Usually deadlift kind of takes a little bit. That's because yeah. we got all those people to get through. Um, but then it, it kind of really went long. faster moving into the farmer's hold for time. <laughs> Farmers Hold for Time is just such a funny <laughs> event because everything, the first two events, everything's super loud. Everyone's cheering and like Farmers Hold, there's, it's weird because it's just this static thing. So everyone's quiet, just watching but... and quiet. And then as people start to start uh, jiggling and shaking and twerking a little people bit. People start yelling. They, yeah, that's yeah. when people start getting loud. Um, that was a funny one because that's where your your fattiness came to kick you in the butt a little bit because yeah. we, we they were doing the all the females going through 120 pounds of hand 120 Which pounds is of what hand, I practiced. 120 pounds of hand <laughs> and then they're like okay chanel your turn you're Wait, like oh we sweet change weights. oh nope hold I was on like, no, no no you don't have to change the weights that's fine and they're like nope <laughs> weight goes up yeah so we we're all we were standing there war game and like okay you know i'll call out times and Da, 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 so you can try to I was get just towards, hoping I could pick it up. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get to a minute something, right, with the 120. With the 120, and I was hoping to hold on for a minute. They yeah. change the plates. You're like, okay, well, we'll plan just change. Get this up. Let's just deadlift it and see what happens, right? But uh, you ended up going for like a minute, minute 30, 34. Minute 34. Yeah. So it's kind of a kind of weird because we checked later. You were looking at it later because you were looking at nationals. This qualifies me for nationals. Yeah, yeah qualifies. But then you looked in what the national record for middleweight female is like is, fifty eight seconds or yeah. something. So I think you accidentally broke the national record <laughs> for well, whatever that was. Without knowing it. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't know. We're planning <laughs> on it. Chris was in the other room doing something yeah. else. So. Yeah, that's fine. To check for the state. Guess what? You just stay strong, go break it again. So yeah, I think the uh, I think having all these athletes that I have to massage is helping strengthen the grip, and then I always try to like deadlift and whatnot, double overhand as much as I can, and I think they both help each other get stronger for massage and stronger for farmers hold. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's a fun one. It's it's a it's a weird event in that it it just it feels like you're it feels like a medieval torture session, like you're being slowly pulled apart. My traps definitely sore today, like up by my neck, all across my shoulder and down my back from holding on. I yeah. could feel it pulling. Yeah. That's but, a tough uh, one. People were commenting too, you used a um, thumbless grip. I did. Yeah. Do you feel like you're stronger with that? For that, I had practiced both because I usually use always wrap my thumb for pull-ups and deadlifts and obviously and everything. And um, when I was in practice with the 120, I tried my thumb over my thumb under and I felt like I could kind of like over grip without my thumb and kind of really roll my hands in so I can start. I don't, if I'm explaining that right. So the handles are closer to my wrist. And so like, as it's slipping, you have further to go before it slips into your fingers and out of your fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I went with no thumb this time was the first time I did it. Yeah. It seemed to work pretty well. Good thing you didn't drop it because those farmer's handles (laughs) had zero ground clearance. (laughs) (laughs) So they were, yeah, toe smashers. Um, um, perfect. So that was that. They did very well with that. We had some really good performances there too. I think Kat was the, 
uh, other female who put up a really long time on that thing. Yep. Yep. And that was really, really good. She did great. Um, What else? And then we moved. I mean, that went pretty fast for the men and the women. Then we were kind of evened out and everybody was back outside for the medley, which Mm -hmm. was three tire flips. And then you'd run to a sandbag, pick it up and run it 50 feet back and drop it. Yeah. No drop. So if you dropped it midway, then it was distance. Man, that was where, yeah, it was a very interesting one to watch. It was. <laughs> and it was funny because they paired. So there were two lanes, but it wasn't necessarily this. It wasn't like two lightweights going. It was like a medium right. weight and a lightweight. So right. really you're not competing with the person next to you, but it gives you that like extra adrenaline and that extra like was, umph to move faster, which I think kind of got some people. It was a trap. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, we. I think we've talked about this in other, uh, in other episodes and things, but there's that if you know what you're doing, if you're very experienced with the implements and you practice events a lot, you can get those kind of dynamic. I've seen athletes and I've judged athletes who are very good at those dynamic starts. Like they, but they've practiced that way. Like when, when we go over to Lynn's and work out with Randy, like he knows how, and, and Lynn knows how to coach you to start fast on the yoke and, and accelerate, you know, there's, there's, they study it. They, they know how to do it through thousands of reps or like the sandbag, like how to get it up and start moving immediately. But I think a lot of uh, newer athletes, especially under that pressure of going head to head, right. Being lined up next to somebody else uh, and that crowd cheering and, you know, all that kind of thing. They, they want to try to do that, but it, it backfires on them, especially at like that with there's zero drops allowed. Yeah. Cause it's, if you screw up, if you accidentally fall over with that bag or you go off balance, you are automatically behind anyone, right. no matter how slow they were, who completed the whole medley. And for how uh, short that medley was, it's a yeah. short medley. You yeah. had a full minute. So it was very unlikely that you were going to time out on right. any of that because the tires were not super heavy. Like no one other than that one teen who had the bigger tire, right, yeah. who was a smaller guy, had a ton of trouble flipping the tire. So you knew you were going to make it through. So – that, that's a tough one. I, I definitely think that when training for some of these things, um, until you're very, very experienced, taking that time with a farmer's carry or a yoke or a Hussafel, uh, which I mean, that, that sandbag carry was essentially a Hussafel, right. right? It was a front rack carry. I mean, you could, a couple of people shouldered it. You were allowed they to. could have. You were allowed to, didn't. but yeah, yeah, most people didn't. Um, is take that time to deadlift the thing, lap it, get your chest down on it, try to gable grip your own hand on the opposite side of that thing, stand it up and lean Lean back back. and and just power walk that thing down. A lot of guys were trying to run and they trip on a rock or they lean forward a little bit. I mean, I've done that same thing. I Mm -hmm. did that with the frame in Philadelphia or whatever, (laughs) or, or with the keg. Yeah. I tried to run too fast on that keg loading series and yeah, it, went forward. And once you start going forward, there's you nothing nope. you can do. About. There are lots of flips and rolls with those sandbags. Yeah, that was <laughs> really actually funny. a joke. Cause one guy managed to, as he was tripping kind of turn and fall like roll. So it was his back and shoulder. And technically the sandbag hadn't hit the ground yet. Yeah. And then he rolled over and dropped the sandbag. But we were like, if he could sit up and squat yeah. it up without it touching the ground, could he keep going? It had to be Sam, of course. <laughs> Sam was like, eh, technically, <laughs> if technically I can like back know. shimmy my way across the <laughs> yeah. finish line, can I still. Yeah. I that? think the two like, mishaps were either not getting a good grip and they would lose it. It would just go flying forward yeah. or 
they didn't lean back. And so as they started running, the weight was forward and then they would face plant with right, the right. bag. So it's just taking it as that slowest, smooth, smoothest, fast. No, kudos to rhinos to though, to selecting good weights for the sandbags though. Cause I don't yeah. think I saw any, I mean, I didn't watch all the runs, but I didn't really see too many people who just couldn't straight up, up, couldn't pick up the bag. Right. Though, man, that thing got up to like 270. A which, couple of people, they fought for a minute to get it. Like yeah. it took a couple of tries before they got it up. But once they got it up, they were able to walk with it. So. Yeah. 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 No, the tripping, like going too yeah. fast and, and losing your balance was definitely the number one thing on that one. Yeah. So, um, no, very good. It was fun. It was fast. It, it was, was fast medley. I mean, most people were coming in at what under did you get 30 on your seconds. Time? Yeah. 30 seconds. Under 30 seconds. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a good, good set. It was a quick, and that was technically it. So for that, for scoring for points, it was the four events, max axle clean and press max 18 inch deadlift farmers hold for time and the medley with the tire flip and sandbag carry. Then this was fun. This is the first time I've ever had like a mystery cash prize event. Yeah. And that was optional. That didn't count for towards your um, your points for the competition itself. So you could decide whether you wanted to do it or not. And they announced it with the rules brief. It was a like you got one chance. You picked a sandbag and you had to get it up overhead blacked out yeah. one time. That's Sand, it. Sandbag clean and press. But you get one chance. You right. get to choose your weight one time. You don't get to try a couple different ones or anything. No. So. And then it was just whoever picked up the heaviest one um, along with your body weight. So this was very surprising because Chanel does not do anything. <laughs> That's not practiced That she a lot. hasn't like practiced a million <laughs> times. So I'm not good at improvising. <laughs> no, super weird. That was very surprised that, uh, so we were standing over by, I think uh, we were talking to Ross mm -hmm. for a little bit and that's where they just happened to have set all the sandbags up and you were just standing around and for whatever reason you decided to pick up one of the hundred pounds with a hundred pound bag and you're like and then over the course of the day you're like i think i think i'm gonna try the uh <laughs> the sandbag press and i was like okay you do whatever you want. <laughs> i wasn't trying to say anything because like if i get hooked into it i'll start pushing you into yeah. it and then if you haven't practiced it you don't want to do it but uh no you you did it which was good and it was fun it was a little war gamey right trying to figure out because we're all gathered around there and i think it was it was interesting so because it was optional Mm -hmm. A lot of people just chose not to do it. So as you were trying to figure out like who our competitors actually are here, what, what are, what the smart choices are. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so that was the other piece is the, the, the weight jump was huge for you anyway. Yeah. They right? just lined up the sandbags they had. It was a so hundred pound sandbag 100. to 130. Yep, and I mean a 30 pound one. jump in an overhead press in a sandbag an unusual press overhead. Right. And they weren't huge. like hard solid. They were, there was definitely room. So like when you pick the sandbag up, the sand it moved. moved on you quite so pressing something overhead that yes. is moving a lot. Is... So what was developed, um, Ladies and gentlemen, is a brand new technique called the Chiquita <laughs> Banana Press, which if you, you know, next time you go pick up a bunch of bananas with the Chiquita label on it, look, the, the lady there is sitting with the bowl of fruit stacked on, on top head. of her head, right? So <laughs> that, you know, it, it was the new technique developed because you, yep. you, with that smushy sandbag, if you could get it on top of your head. And then readjust and your then, hands. And then you're essentially pin pressing that yeah. thing back up to the top. So it, it at least centers the weight. Because otherwise you're doing some weird circus dumbbell to the side so, if you try yeah. to press it from your shoulder. Or you have to lean way, 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 way back and try to press it from your chest. If those sandbags were stuffed full, mm -hmm. if they were hard packed, you probably could have pressed it from your chest like a log. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more easily, but the way it was loaded, probably smushing it up onto your head and then pressing it like you <laughs> did. Just kind of happened the best on way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried to press it up. It kind of came down on my head. I was like, all right, let's readjust and, this. And we <laughs> just got lucky that, um, 
you know, we did have one or two female competitors try the 130 pound bag and it just didn't go up. And so their tiebreaker, uh, was weight was your body weight, right? So if, if two people press the same bag, which you did have that, right? Kat managed to get up the hundred pound, right? Oh, I think she got it on her head too. And then was right at the lockout and the sand shifted. So I don't know if it, if they counted it or not, or if it went down, oh. but it was very close. I thought she had gotten it. She might have. Yeah. If they call, I didn't see the down command. I wasn't, I couldn't see from where I was standing. But then just because you, you weighed in lower at body weight, that means you got that. Right. Right. So that's, that's the way that went. That was an yeah. interesting setup. I, I like the way they did that. Um, but I thought it illustrated something cool, which we've learned from your training as well is like overhead pressing strength mm-hmm. is huge, right? It tends to be, uh, pretty standard for men in in strongman to have really high overhead presses, which is why I get jealous because I, <laughs> I got to work on my overhead press. Um, but we noticed with your stuff that your training of the shoulder press and strict pressing overhead was really, really helpful because, I mean, essentially anything in that competition from the clean to even that sandbag, like if you could clean it, you would be able to put it over your head, which right. we noticed with some of the other competitors their deadlift was was much higher, but once it was to the rack, trying to get it overhead was where they had uh, a little bit of a weakness there. So um, just some interesting stuff, seeing the difference between male and female competitors and the field and some of the stuff just at this snapshot of this event. It was super fun. Um, The hosts were very well organized. Like the scoring was on point and, Mm -hmm. you know, despite, you know, just like every competition, there's always some like wrenches that get thrown into things, but they handled them really well and kept things smooth. We were out of there by four. I was going to say for how many competitors there were, I thought we'd be there super late, but it went smooth. It yeah. got done early. And and big shout out to uh, Archway uh, Burgers, uh, Dogs and Beer. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called, yeah, it's called yeah. Archway, downtown Fayetteville. Um, I, <laughs> I was looking up a place to eat afterwards Close by. and then, you know, and then Chanel, of course, got out of the truck and ran around going, we're going to eat here. And, every, and, and that usually never works. Everyone's right. usually like, ah, we're pooped. We're going home. Shut up. <laughs> go away. And, uh, but no, a oh. giant army of people came out. Yeah. Joe over. and Kat came, Anthony Smith and his entire crew. Um, I don't know all their names, but they're all awesome. Yeah. Every, <laughs> and this little, and we didn't realize this is like a, Little tiny little yeah. place like the total the, the restaurant is you know like an eight foot by eight foot square uh to stand in and then order. we're all ordering like double burgers yeah. and extra fries yeah, and- yeah we, their entire grill was stacked for the next hour uh with our orders but they did great. a great job the food was fantastic and we had a really good time so yeah yeah again just the strongman community was fantastic um you know big support and and shout out to joe uh, we wish you a fast and speedy recovery, and thank you so much um, to the hosts there at Rhino Geddon. The the gym's fantastic, and you host a great competition. And um, you know, thanks for hosting uh, a really good group of people and making the the day a really fun one. So. We still want to do interviews. Reach out to us. Come see us. Yeah, yeah. We're you know, life is crazy. Um, and we'll try to work on around your schedule and work around ours, but we'll try to make it happen. If you happen to be in the Mooresville area, uh, let us know. And if we are near your area, reach out to us and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hit you up, do an interview. All right, everybody have a great rest of your week. And we hope to see you again soon at another strongman event here in North Carolina.